brownie. That's yeah. Danielle brought those brownies. Shout out to Danielle for bringing the brownies. Yeah, though, though yeah, that's 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 cool. You can have the brownies. <laughs> she made brownies because huh? we brown men and it's still gonna hear you. Uh, or you can just take it and just say thanks. Yeah. I don't want the whole thing. I just want to watch. No, I just said you can do it. I didn't want the whole thing. I said you can just take whatever. Or you can just take it. It's fine. Thank you, Haas. I appreciate your love. That's all good. Because she did bring brownies. The brownies are good shit, though. Shout out to D Rose for the brownies. That's what you doing on the weekend. I'm like. Yeah, we gonna talk. Yeah, we definitely gonna talk about Elijah with Elijah wearing right now. <laughs> yo, man, yo, that's definitely not Under Armour evil, bro. Your shirt is one way from being a tank top. First and foremost, this shirt defends this fucking country. That shirt don't defend nothing but the nipples, nigga. That shirt don't defend nothing but the nipples that you trying not to expose. That shit, that shit defends yourself against the common cold. Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah. The only reason we knew he was alive when he was sleeping was because we saw him. Ah, you shit, holy shit. Every black nigga, like, hey, yo, I know you ain't laughing. <laughs> 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 you gotta try to pick on somebody quiet. It's like, oh, you ain't laughing. Elijah, yo. <laughs> Every time you get picked on, everybody be laughing and shit. They just be like, Oh, oh, you laughing? Oh, you laughing? And everybody start, everybody start sweating like, no, this nigga, man. This nigga, man. He always got to be pointing like, this nigga, man. Nah, man. You drunk. I know you ain't laughing. You start, you start, you start, you start, that that disabled kid get you the fuck out of here. He like, you with your fucking dudes. He just like, he just like, Woman up! Oh shit! I'm gonna grab some Hennessy and I'm gonna start. Y'all niggas can keep going. But them shorts, though. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. You was, got them. Yo, your shorts eating like shit, bro. You got them doing... uh, WWF uh, uh, photo picture, Jones. Like, all the wrestlers like outside of the wrestling ring where they be going. Uh, the Jones, the Virgil, the Yeah, they just all be together in the fucking yo, tank tops and shit. Why your man got these Bob Cousy classic shirts on, yo? Yeah. Yo, Adidas. Yo, they, they, what, the Adidas Verbals? Adidas, that shit. Adidas underwear, nigga? What the you wearing? Adidas boxer briefs? I was defending my country. They got the same shirts that Rick Rude wears. From what? Those shirts came with extra material in the package. I was defending the country. Can't defend me in them shirts, bro. Let me die. What, you John Stockton, my man? You John Stockton, bro? Nah, we're just here to have a good Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his tags. That should say no size fit only. Okay. God damn it. He
another edition of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. This is Ehas, and this is the Glorious Bastards Podcast. We have other bastards in the building. Who are you guys? It's your boy Sprite again. Y'all Every want, time. Y'all want to say something smart about me. What's that shit about you? This is Elijah Davis. Little shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to have a good time. <laughs> and I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the commission? Swear to me! No, let's read Jack Reef. I'm not Batman. We got a special guest in the building. Introduce yourself, my brother. Yeah, it's your boy Ty Gunner. What's going on? That's I'm Tyrone, and I just came to fuck one of their wives. Long dick style. That's cool. Take Justin's wife. He don't fuck her. Oh! <laughs> oh right at you! I don't have a wife. Thank you very fucking much. <laughs> it's, it's cool, Justin. He ain't fucking nobody in them low ass shorts. No, I knew it was gonna come to this. <laughs> My don't man, pound him. I had to. Maybe oh, fucking Jerry. Nineteen eighty two. He might fuck him. <laughs> so who's ever seen gay porn from nineteen eighty two? The shorts. The shorts. Ain't no ass mustache. Ass. I had to shave the rest of my facial hair. Fuck out of here, right here. And I can't come at house and he can grow his out for the whole fucking month. Yep. Because he's handicapped. So I'm no. the only one in here with a fucking rape face. Hot you handicapped? A Bill Cosby face? <laughs> the pudding pop yeah, I'm definitely face. in this joint with, uh, with some cheese fries. Back, back up, dog. Some cheese fries. <laughs> Nigga, pull your um, underwear up, dog. <laughs> and the cast on. Yo, you was with the pants throw that punch. <laughs> I, I, I can't move my legs. So hurt. you know what I mean. But yeah, Whoa. but no, nah, this is the Glorious Basses podcast, and we thank you for continuing uh, to listen to us. Um, we've actually gained some fans, which is amazing to me. In the past like couple weeks, that people come up to me and say, "Yo, y'all are hilarious." Yo, Reef's dad's hilarious. God damn you know, it. You know, why doesn't Justin have sex with his wife? Like, people really have asked questions like that <laughs> on this podcast. And that's pretty awesome because, honestly, I don't understand why Reef's dad's a freak. I don't understand why <laughs> Spratt doesn't fuck his wife. I don't understand why these things don't happen or why these things happen. But it's pretty awesome. Thank you. And now you can ask me why the hell is Elijah wearing shorts that cut off the circulation to I'm his not testicles. wearing coochie cutters. I don't think you call them shorts. You just call them sh- <laughs> <laughs> What the oh, fuck was Justin going to say? I was waiting for the rest. Yeah, just call them sh- like, We just call them sh- <laughs> <laughs> They're not even shorts. They sh- <laughs> Yo, that was... <laughs> That's, That's my, one for you, Spread. That's the funniest thing you said in like a way. The front of my tire hilarious. He tried to offset. He tried to offset how little his shorts were by bringing a gallon of water with him. <laughs> I gotta stay hydrated. I had PT today. You gotta stay hydrated because you gotta stay conscious. You gotta remain conscious. Fuck you. Gonna really <laughs> I'm an American patriot. Goddamn it. That's all the body fluid. Them shorts squeezed out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. I'm about to be the special guest. <laughs> <laughs> this is a moist ass crowd. No. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Oh man. But uh nah. Like I said, we'd like to thank you for another edition of the Glorious Bats podcast. We're done messing with Elijah, at least for now. And right now he's <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about why he's rubbing he's rubbing his midsection, but he's trying to stick his fingers down his little tight ass shorts. I don't understand what he's doing he's right now. My stomach is trying to feel his pulse. Yeah. Nah, I got a cheap belt and it touches my stomach and it breaks well, out. Yeah, no, not with my shorts. You gotta wait. Yo, oh, wait, <laughs> what kind of fitness program you on? Like, yo, no, he's trying like a bad bitch going to the gym. <laughs> I am sexy when I'm in the gym. This nigga look like the rock above the waist and look like Richard Simmons below. <laughs> Ooh. I can't defend myself against everybody. You can't defend the country the shirt. <laughs> It never stops. Oh shit. So yeah, so basically he's <laughs> not fucking funny anymore. It's been a goddamn hour before the show even started. My Hasn't been an hour. No, and now minutes. What you gonna do? Charge up like drinking? <laughs> no. Charge up. Shout out to the segue. Super segue. But no, but um <laughs> Yo man, like I said, seriously, shout out to everybody who continues to listen regardless of how random we are, because we like to have a good time with the shit. But um yeah, so basically, it's um in the middle of the summer. I'm handicapped. I got one arm, but it doesn't stop me from doing the podcast because the podcast doesn't require arms. So, I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> having a great time in, in, you know, talking to you guys tonight. And um, so, yeah, so we were talking about, like, current events and things to talk about. And actually... This wasn't even supposed to be a podcast, but we felt like we had to do a podcast. It was too much shit going on, and I was actually like high off of my drugs last night, right? I was, was on so that dirty high. sprite, huh? He's on that dirty sprite. Shout out to Future. Fuck We're not gonna get into that bullshit. No, shout out to Future though. But still, um, yeah, no, I, like I was high off my drugs last night. I had no clue what was going on. Um, I happened to look. You know, waking up from my slumber, and I look and I seen this thing on on Twitter and shit about um. Bow wow. No, fuck that shit too. <laughs> Yo, he's back. I seen that shit about no. Nah, I seen Drake had responded to um to me. Um, if you if you've been watching the current events or whatever, um, Meek Mill came at out of nowhere. I don't. I have no clue where this came from. I don't like know. It's like an RKO. It was, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was really out of nowhere, yo. I don't know where it came from. I don't know where this this whole like Drake or Meek Mill coming out of nowhere just just disrespecting Safari, disrespecting um Drake. Safari. I don't. I, yeah, but either way, I don't understand why he came out of nowhere. He just did it. So he came out of nowhere, disrespected Drake, talking about he don't write his own rhymes and this, that, and the third. And, so, I don't know. I was really, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I, I, I don't know. I was, I was really taken aback by the situation. Like, what do y'all think about, what do y'all think about Drake 
or Meek coming at Drake, and then what do you think about Drake's response? Go with special guest side. Um, I think there's a huge difference between having a ghostwriter and having contributors to your song. I think one thing that's being lost in the um, whole entire argument is the fact that Drake isn't just a rapper. He's also an artist. He's a hip-hop artist. So as an artist and a person that sings, there's an abundance of things that, you know, Drake hasn't, you know, wrote the same way. There's a bunch of things that Beyonce sings that she didn't write. Like the song, Just Hold On, We're Going Home, which was produced by Magic Jordan. That song was completely already, like, done by them before they aligned themselves with Drake. And Drake turned it into one of the biggest songs the culture has seen in the past year and a half, two years maybe. Um, I think, you know, this is the second time we've seen Meek be upset or come at a rapper due to that rapper's lack of social media input in terms of his album coming up. Like he did this with Wale. Wale went on Instagram saying that, you know, I'm different, this, that, and the third. And Meek ended up looking like the bad guy in that situation. Same way Meek ends up looking like the bad guy in this situation because, like you said, it seems like it's come out of nowhere. Um, I'm not for people, you know, having ghostwriters. A ghostwriter insinuates that you're stealing whole verses, whole songs from people. I'm for anybody having, you know, contributors. Everybody has contributors um, on a mainstream level, the same way you get an abundance of mainstream rappers recycling bars from other rappers. Um, Kendrick was a contributor to Kanye West's song All Day. Jay-Z uses an abundance of Biggie Smalls lyrics. Is that in the third? So for me, it's like if you're going to call out this person for doing something, why not call out everybody? Like Except you have in Kendrick's song, King Kunta, you know, Kendrick mentions the fact of rappers with ghostwriters, where the culture come to, this, that, and the third, but, you know, ghostwriters have always been in the culture. Eazy-E doesn't get compared as one of the greatest because he never wrote his own lyrics. Dr. Dre has never wrote his own lyrics. Um, one of the last commercial albums Snoop Dogg released, um, he didn't write his own lyrics. Like, he didn't write Sexual Eruption or anything like that. So you have an abundance of legends that did this beforehand, and it's not like Drake stealing whole verse or anything like that. So that, that's just my personal standpoint. I did like the song Charged Up. I feel like the majority of people that don't like this song were looking for something a little bit more aggressive, a little something a little bit more trappish. But, you know, that's not Drake. I, so I felt like he addressed every issue. I think when you break down the bars and the abundance of lines that were good, um, I love the Corey Joseph line. But one thing I found out today was there's an abundance of people that don't know who Corey Joseph is. There's a bunch of people that don't even know Corey Joseph is from Canada or that Corey Joseph just signed to the Raptors, which is his hometown team. So, of course, that bar, along with other bars, seems minuscule because you don't understand what's going on. That bar made the song for me. I got this shit out that bar. Just because he used to be a spur. <laughs> go Spurs, go. Shout out to Jalen yeah. Rose. But, 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 but to be honest, if you look throughout Twitter, there's an abundance of NBA players that tweeted the hell out of that bar. Isaiah Thomas, Brandon Jennings. You got KD saying that boy is good, and you have an abundance of, like, I guess Meek's manager, Coon Philly, whoever he is on Twitter, is throwing shots at other people saying, F Brandon Jennings, at least there's some real ones left in the NBA. Why, why are they fake? Because they like the song? That, that, I feel like that doesn't make you fake. I feel like um, there's an abundance of people around Meek that aren't letting him flourish because anybody with a publicist or anybody with a strong background, like the moment I tweet something that's out of pocket, I get a message from Ant. I get a message from Haas. I get a message from a bunch of people out of the team. Yo, you might want to take this down. It's not a good look. Does that in the third? But when you don't have that good support system that's, you know, there for your general, you know, well-being and not just there for the ride, 
You don't get that. You get people, yeah, get this nigga Meek, this, that, and the third. I don't think it's a bad look, though. Well, I mean, like, it did it did a lot for publicity because Meek's album is number one. It helped Drake's publicity on the Billboard. Drake went from being number four to number two in the past week. So it did something in terms of album sales, but I think there's something to be said because this isn't the first time he did it. So, you know, for me, I don't feel like this was a publicity you know, stunt, because that would go against Meek's whole entire persona being a real nigga. Real niggas come first. We bought real niggas back in style. Y'all should thank us. I think for him, just being emotional because he can't compare to this nigga. So you feel slighted because I'm writing all my bars. I'm putting a lot of hard work in blood, sweat, and tears. And this nigga has how many contributors is that in the third? And he's getting all this credit that I'm not getting. This is that in the third. And I feel like that's really solely what it comes down to. Because I guess Meek said the Rico verse came from somebody else. And then he said, well, Jay-Z would have gave me a verse somebody else. I wouldn't use Jay-Z's verse, which is a damn lie. Like, you're going to use Hov's verse. Because Hov has been quoting Biggie for how long? But that that's just my synopsis. How, how do you guys feel about everything? I feel like, it's, first of all, it's a difference from quoting somebody and then using a whole verse. Yeah. <clears throat> like, Jay-Z, yeah, he's been bigging up. Like you said, I say a big verse, I'm only bigging up my brother. Like, he's been using, he's been saying a lot of biggest lines and putting his own twist on them. Yeah. I find like there's nothing really wrong with that. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of artists do that, first of all. And <clears throat> secondly... In terms of Meek, Meek is just getting out of control, I feel like. Meek is really getting out of control in terms of how he's how he's reacting to different things, how he's certain things that bother him privately, he allows it to become public domain when it when it shouldn't be. Um and that that all comes with experience, that all comes with tech, that all comes with having great PR and co- having a great su- support system. There should have been somebody after the second tweet sent out. Somebody should have just took his phone. Like, nah. Yo, no. No. Because whatever was going on behind closed doors should have stayed behind closed doors, I feel like, in terms of that situation between Drake and Meek. Um, Like you said before, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Meek made himself look like a fool twice in a row for me. Um, Wale, coming at Wale, coming at Meek, I mean, coming at Drake, all because and then and then citing that it's because yeah well they didn't put my you know my album they didn't tweet my album you sound you sound like the Philly nigga that you are and I'm not saying that don't be don't be fake I'm not saying I'm not saying be fake I'm not saying you know be fraudulent and pretend and pretend and pretend but you you gotta be the Philly nigga that you are in terms of being smart you know that that's not a smart move for you. You got to feed your kids at the end of the day. Going at Drake right now with who you are, you're not going to win. You're not going to win on a business level, on a music level. You're just not going to win. Regardless of the skill and the hunger, regardless of who you are in terms of authenticity, you're not going to win. Going at somebody just off of their strength, just being emotional, you're going to get yourself knocked out. You you are. You're just going to get yourself hurt. And I feel like Drake... I mean, I feel like Meek didn't really think about that before he came at him. And Drake, honestly, honestly, with the, uh, me personally, with the charged up, I don't know. I'm just not impressed. I'm not impressed by Drake either. I'm not, I'm not impressed by Drake's response. I mean, I'm glad that Drake responded in that fashion. 
don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I feel like Drake, I'm glad that Drake responded on Wax via putting out a little slide text or Instagram post. So he did what he was supposed to do. Honestly, I feel like Drake should have just laid him out. I feel like Drake, I feel like Drake was holding back. And Drake should have just laid him out. That's my opinion. I want to see these choppers come out. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, I think, like, what I heard about the situation is that what triggered it might have been that Meek had that um, homecoming concert here in Philly, and Drake was supposed to perform. Or, yeah, he was supposed to perform, and he never showed up. He didn't send, like, a a text or a phone call or sent to his publicist that he wasn't going to show up. He just didn't show up. Yeah, I never I never heard about that. Yeah, yeah so that's I think that's what got Meek, like, I want to say all in, his, yeah, all in his feelings, but that's what kind of, like, triggered the whole situation. And as far as the... As far as the whole not writing his raps thing, like you gotta have some solid ass like information to pull that card. Especially, yeah. especially like in the the business that they're in, cause yeah. you pull that card, dog. Yeah, but me not the first one to like point out. He the boy OG Mako or whatever his name is. Yeah, OG Mako said, said, said about, that. Um, well, OG Mako was the person that gave. The boy Quentin Miller's name, like yeah. before, because apparently they're supposed to be like good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I heard the the uh, Ten Bands like reference oh, verse, but I feel like these days people don't really care about that. They just care about who delivered it. Like we all know, Dr. Dre don't write his own shit. Yep. We all know Diddy don't write his own shit. Yep. But we every time like Diddy come out with a hot verse, we like, oh shit, like. Did he killed it? Cause it, like with Ghost Riders, like somebody else could write it, but it won't sound right from them. Yeah. Like it depends on the person that's delivering it. Now, if you're not writing like none of your shit, and you pride yourself, like you put that out in the in the air, like yo, I pride myself on being a lyricist, then that's a problem. But I feel like people like Diddy, Dr. Dre, you know, other people. They're like in a separate category where we just take them as like entertainment. We buy in more for the persona, the persona than the actual lyricist. I have a quick question, Reeve. Why? Why do you think in this whole argument about whether or not Drake writes his own lyrics, nobody has brought up the fact of the countless hit records that Drake has written? For somebody other artists, did. Beyonce, Alicia Keys. Yeah, somebody did. Third. Somebody did. Uh, I think. I think Forty. Yeah. Forty was the uh, first person to bring that up. That you know. He wrote stuff for other artists, like like actual hits. Yeah, he penned like other stuff for different people, and I feel like you should take that into fact that he does do that. I personally think that Drake writes the majority of his stuff. He might get you know a, a reference verse and switch stuff here and there. He might get, you know, help with a chorus because I know, like, you know, Future helps him with choruses and stuff like that or his whole camp, you know, P-Rain and stuff like that might help him out. Um, But, yeah, I think he, for the majority, he writes his own stuff. 
And I think that Meek is in a, I want to say a no-win situation, but the court of public opinion is going to be on Drake's side. Exactly. Right? But he can, like, he can. He's going more. to get, like, I, Meek is, Meek already said he's dropping something, well, yeah, he Monday. Already, and, he, and just now he already, like, this team at uh, his concert tonight in New York. Yeah, and Meek has the ability to, to you know, get at Drake because but he comes from that I background. I don't totally, and then everybody says this thing about background and Meek being a battle rapper. But to be honest, with us being from this city, when has Meek ever won a battle against somebody that was close to him in skill level? He's on YouTube battling twice against no-name niggas. They probably shouldn't even battling. They weren't good in the least bit. I don't think he won that war against Cassidy. I don't think he won the war against Quilly. He said one line about Quilly, and I heard three diss tracks that Quilly gave to Meek. That at that point in time, in my life when I heard them Jones, fire. Yeah, Nigga but had, what was Quilly's status compared to Meek's? Well, at that time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I'm saying I don't. He's he's not won a war against a nigga that was close in his skill level. It hasn't happened. He's won in that situation. How you said skill level, court of public opinion because he did the you a hater like Quilly song all over the club. Court of public opinion. He's not going to win this court of public opinion. Me could have a better song than Drake, but because Drake is more mainstream, he's the cultural <clears throat> icon that he is. Dog, all it's going to take is one of those 9 a.m. and Dallas type songs. One of those Lord Knows Drake type songs. For the culture to be like, yo, it's, yeah, it's going to LL and cannabis type shit. Just I told you, yo. I told you. Yeah. And you hear it all over the radio. Me going to come <clears throat> out with something, and then Drake going to come back. If you're reading this, I'm on Burke Street. <laughs> like, that's what's really going to happen. But yeah. he's not. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win the court of public opinion because... Drake's wave is, is just too yeah. high right and now. I, and I think Drake is a very witty dude because one of the biggest lines in the charge up joint that court me, we all pay attention to social media. One of the biggest things on social media when this Drake Meek shit happened was, dog, who compared you to Drake? You're not the best rapper in your relationship. So when Drake said that line charged up about me never being starstruck and a girl never been able to tell me to get my bars up, that, I went right to Instagram. I was like, yo, this shit, whoo, nigga. Yeah, when I heard the... Um I posted it yesterday, and um, <clears throat> I wasn't too sure what I would hear from Drake as far as a response. Cause the the, the link that I the link that I posted, I don't know what everybody's calling it now, but when I posted the link, it didn't it wasn't called a diss track. It was just called a response. Yeah. And a lot of people, I posted it, and I said I fucked with it. I fucked with it heavy, and a lot of people. We're saying that it was whack, and they like, yeah, this I, I don't fuck with it. This shit is corny. He should have went all out, and I'm sitting there like, why, why? I understand if you're going to do something, go hard, but at the same time, it's not really <clears throat> one of them kind of beats. They were saying like back, you know, we were coming up. You had Jay and Nas and this and that, but I'm like, let's be real. He's not. He's not responding to something crazy that happens. Responding to a grown man running his mouth like a woman. Yeah. So he he downplayed the entire situation. And I'm like, even if Drake did get some fire ass beat and start rapping all hard and crazy, y'all would have said out your mouths, everybody. Dang, you Drake, you ain't no hard rapper. Why are you trying to act tough on the track? Drake's a lover, not a fighter. As far as his public image, now he might have hands in real life, but as far as his public image, 
that's the kind of diss track or response I would expect from him. You have a man that's running his <clears throat> mouth about you, trying to slander your name out the clear blue. So you pretty much go onto the track and you're you're downplaying the whole situation. You never you never get loud. You never sound angry. You're just like, I got too Meek Mill. All you talk about is money. So yeah. You can't even play that. That doesn't matter to me. All you talk about is. Uh, you know, Giuseppe this and this and that. Nigga, I have a hundred times more money than you. The most important thing in your life is nothing to me anymore. What the fuck can you say to me? So now you're trying to slander my name because once again, like Ty said, somebody didn't promote your project. And he said, you know, I, I, I jumped on the features. I felt bad for it. You needed some units to move. Yeah. That's what he... Um, and Meek's on both of his albums and his <clears throat> most... Six, I mean, Drake's on both of Meek's albums and his most successful mixtape and I think one thing's be lost we're not going to get a Jay-Z Nas on off the bat because Meek is not Nas Meek <clears throat> is in the second tier of rappers for this generation he's not in the same class as the Drakes the J. Coles the Kendricks Meek he's a number is, four he's a number four seed yeah. who uh Meek, Meek. Yeah, yeah, might, be, uh, well, well, might be a five seed because every track he's been on with Big Sean Big Sean been at this nigga I rapping this nigga yeah but he bigger than Sean a little bit I, I, I would say that now, like right now, he's on right fire. Now, yeah. Right now, he's on fire. Well, it, <laughs> but you know what? I'm not speaking to anybody in this room, but it's just more so the people that I've talked to that try mm -hmm. to bring up the nostalgia and the 90s type rap. Yeah. And, it, and it kind of brings me back to that. Let's just say Meek Mill is the number one and number two rapper in the game. They're all saying, well, Meek said this. He should have flamed him. He should have went all out. I'm like, okay. But the nigga y'all call the greatest of all time, Tupac said he fucked his wife. Fuck your click and fuck your bitch and the click you claim. And he wasn't fast to respond at all. Oh, yeah, but they could have got dangerous. It did anyway. They both died. <laughs> yeah, so don't, so don't sit here and try to tell me about what 90s niggas would have done when the nigga y'all called the greatest off of one album. Do you know why that was the greatest beef? Because the fucking choppers came out. <laughs> Let's get right. the choppers out, dog. And then he did, wasn't Big ready for that beef? Why he's about to say something? Big was he ready. The whole second diss to life after death was about pot. And that's, when I, and that's when I started breaking down a lot of these so-called big fans. So I started bringing out all these. They say, well, yeah, he never did respond. I said, he responded after Pac was fucking dead. Because that album came out after Pac died. I said, the entire second disc, because a lot of niggas say Biggie this, Biggie that, but they don't listen to the material. They know this, the music videos. They know Juicy. I'm like, listen to the second disc of Life After Death. Every bar was for Pac. He said, uh, every, <laughs> every, every bar was for... Listen to the song... Uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. The whole track is about Pac. Like, you remember the time Pac went to court and came out with the red shirt on spitting at the camera? Yeah. He said, uh, blood, blood rushing, concussions mean nothing. Catch cases come out front and smoking something. Right after Pac caught that court, that, that case and came out of court, that whole second disc was for him. A year and a half or so later. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not really going to play the card of... And Big had the illest line for Nas, too, though. And honestly, yo, in my that opinion, line. if Big would have dropped that shit, it would have gotten very fucking yeah, he would have died earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it would have yeah. gotten very would've fucking interesting. Died earlier. But the reason why I think niggas is going so hard for Meek is, and like one of my friends <laughs> made a very poignant statement to me earlier today, is like, yo, you have Meek at the centerfold of East Coast hip-hop. Yeah. Like, 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 like traditional... Street rapper. Street rapper. Yeah, and, and he's the only yeah. nigga in this lane right now. So you have an abundance of that. niggas that are from the street. Any city niggas that want to see this nigga win. Because it's like, I can't I can't relate to Drake. I didn't go to school. I don't yeah. have this. I don't have that. But well, this nigga Meek right Drake here is rapping either. about... Well, I mean, 
I mean, it's like the more. He, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm like, saying I, I meant to say that like like school Meek because was, he's more lyrical. Meek was in the street. Drake was yeah. you know. It's like far as like, he's the hottest out of like all of the East Coast like street rappers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Fab is still holding up. But Fab is um, on leave. Everybody else is like you know kind of just resting on their laurels. We're I mean, nice, you got bro. Troy Ave, but he's ass. Troy Average. Troy Average at best. His yeah. best songs are doo, 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 doo. That his best Troy has best songs are joined with Fifty Cent, and that's because Fifty Cent. Honestly, yo, I agree. With, I would, I would love to root for me. He a Philly dude. I've seen him from before, but it's just that. I mean, I still respect this of why this shit is starting. I really can't I sit really, here and cheer I, for. I just want to hear what he wants to say yeah. with the track. That's yeah, all I'm Yeah, my biggest thing is dog. At the end of the day, it has to come down to lyrics. And I've been listening to Meek since the real Meek part two. And there's an abundance of songs I love by Meek. Meek has some of my favorite songs I've heard from him. But we know what this nigga is capable of lyrically. Now, sometimes he stepped up and I've been like, yo, this is a nigga I want to hear. Like that like, Kendrick like, John. Yeah, the old Kill Him John. I love the old Kill Him John. Nigga, loved it. When he loved did. it. He had the best. He had the best response besides Joel. Yeah, opinion. but the difference is too. Even even with that war, I love the Ooh Kill Him John, but Ooh Kill Him wasn't comparable to Kendrick's BET Cypherverse. But I like Ooh Kill Him. I feel like that's not what we was comparing it to. Like I, I mean, like if I did, if you diss me and I respond to you, and then we say, well, it wasn't better than what Ty said. The mall cast on over. Like that doesn't matter. You well, know what I'm well, well, he did make re- uh, the reason why I compare it to the BET Cypherverse. It's because Kendrick made reference to almost everybody in that verse that had a response for the control shit. And the whole, yeah. your career, hold up, wait a minute. Your career ain't shit unless you got some Kendrick in it. The, the hold up, wait a minute. Uh, Y'all thought I was finished? Like, I took that as, he talking about me right, right coming now. Coming at me. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I but just got there. Honestly, honestly <laughs> I, I feel like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think, I think me, the one train I don't know, like, there. I get the whole, I get the whole, like, I get the whole podcast, I mean, I'm not podcast, I get the whole, fuck that, I, I get the whole, the whole, like, you know, response thing with, um, with, uh, Meek and, and not being, or, or Drake being, like, you know, he don't have to really, he don't have to do much, um, I get it. I mean, I'm speaking from a, a fan standpoint. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm speaking from a fan standpoint, from the standpoint of of an of a fan that wants to see a lyrical spar. And I mean, Drake is giving us the best right now. It's, it's out of this because Meek <clears throat> Meek's only response is, "I'm getting eighty thousand to come out on stage right now." Like, mm. you know what I mean? And that's that's an empty response for me. Like. That's an empty response. And I do get the whole, you know, I'm going to throw out, especially if you ain't throw out no bars. Meek ain't throw out no bars yet. So it's like, so of course I get Drake saying, well, you know what? Why would I go, why would I lay him out right now? I'm going to just be like, I'm going to just pat, pat, just bring him out a little bit, bring him out of his corner a little bit and have him swinging. Because you know Meek going to come out swinging. Meek going to come out swinging tomorrow. Meek going to be on some, you know, going crazy type shit because that's the only way he know how to go, in my opinion. So he going to go off. And Drake is a little more clever than that. So Drake is going to let him come out, throw some punches, exhaust himself. And then Drake going to lay in the cut and let his jaw marinate a little bit. Drake going to let, let Meek's whole disc just marinate. Let him just go crazy with this whole, like, I'm going to just, you know, keep going at you, keep going at you, keep going at you. Then I'm going to come at you with some shit 
that's going to be super clever again. But I, and I have this question. What do you think Meek can say about Drake that we don't already know about somebody that has lived in the public eye since he was 12? Drake was on Soul Food. He was on Degrassi. So what are you going to tell me almost on some 8 Mile shit where Papa Doc couldn't say nothing to him? Because M told everybody everything. Well, I don't want to... Like, like, like what, what can you say to me at this point? Because me, I think Meek is going to do what we expect him to do. And that's why I don't think it's enough. Because there's a level of, you know, personalness that you can't get with Drake. Because we already know everything. But at the same time, I don't I don't know if we know everything. My I, thing is, I, my, I, I, I doubt we know everything. My, my, the reason I say that, especially because I, I think people will, people will be a little more interested. <laughs> I feel like people will be a little more interested because of... Where Meek is in terms of source of information. Okay. Exactly. Meek, I was Meek has that. Meek has Nicki Minaj right in his in his back pocket. Now I'm not saying what side Nicki's taking and all of that other stuff. I don't know that. But all I'm saying is that Meek might have some things that could get a little interesting. I don't know. He might not. He might just come out and just start coming at him. But I feel like Meek might have something to come at him and be like, "Oh shit, really?" I was going to say that he did that because. The people closest to him have always been on his side. It's never been where it's been compromised. No matter what's going on with Wayne and Baby, they've never. You never thought that anything with Drake would get compromised. Yeah. Or now you got Neek, uh, Neek, <laughs> Meek and 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 Drake going at it, where Nikki's on the in the middle, or she's just on the sideline, where it's like, all right, oh shit, what is Meek going to say? Now Meek could be, like you said about the personal things before, Meek could. Do some whole shit and just this and just expose him on some shit that we shouldn't know. Yeah, I, but I feel like that's. But I feel what, like Meek would do it. That's what he. Would I do think that's he's going. He's going. He going I think that's like the only like route he could like take is to take some pillow talk, take some shit that that Ross told him. Some, some, some shit that Nikki told him. Nikki told him. But I have a question. How effective do you think he say she say is going to be? Very, I feel like it'd be pretty effective because of where effective. Meek stands. Yes, Meek is not factor. a Meek to the Meek public is, eye, and I'm not gonna say this because he's of not a he liar. Is, but Meek is not a liar. A he may be ridiculous. He may be he may be like very brash, very brash. He may be really emotional. But <laughs> but the thing is, Meek has not come out and been exposed, and 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 just just who he is. We've never known Meek as a person that's been a fraud. We've just known him to do some shit like, come on, dog, you fucking your opportunities up. He's just been a boy that's just always fucking his opportunity up because we want to see him win because we know Philly niggas are too real to win. We too real to win. We always want to be real versus just winning. Not saying you got to be fake to win, but we don't know how to just say, yo, scale back. And that's why he went to jail after the Louis V. Gutter shit because he couldn't keep his mouth shut. He knew that he wanted to be angry. And when I see him put them tweets up against Louis V. Gutter, I said, he's going to jail. He's going to jail because his PO wants nothing more to put him in jail. And he's talking about he's going to send Louis V. Gutter on the first that, thing smoking to heaven. And which that is goes bad. back to what you said about the publishing, the, the stuff about having a good publicist and having a good team around you because too many rappers nowadays are, you know, too emotionally invested and not being able to go back where they come from. Whereas one thing I appreciate about certain rappers, like I watch an abundance of interviews, especially almost every Breakfast Club interview. Little Dirk straight up said, yo, the yeah, only rappers that want to go back to the hood yeah, after making that. it are rappers that aren't from there. And to be honest, the whole Louis V. Gutter stuff, when he got, when me got arrested, and me straight up said, like, yo, I would felt like I had something to prove going back to my neighborhood because people said I couldn't 
yeah, go he, back there. He can't leave too far because the whole formation. Plan. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. So, so they want him to do one thing, and he's doing it because, but he's doing it for another reason. Exactly. You know what I mean? And he can't what, go. To, he can't come to Toronto because of Norm. Oh yeah. Shout out to Norm Kelly. <laughs> Norm Kelly Shout told him straight up, "You ain't coming back. You're not welcome to Toronto." No, I, fu- I fuck with Norm Kelly. He definitely just started too, yeah. started tweeting battery packs. Meek was like. Hey, white man. He's like, hey, American. Yo, I, 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 yo, I really wanted him to. I wanted Norm to. Yo, if Norm would have used the N word, I'd been okay with it. Though. I wouldn't have been okay yo, with hey, it. I would have took it over. Hey, it, was, it was too. It was too. It was too no, clever. Hard, no, no, G A G A. No E L. <laughs> no, hey, it was. It was too clever. He was just like, hey, like, cause it made Meek look stupid. He's like, hey, white man, something, something. And he's like, hey, American. I never said you can't come here. I just said you're not welcome here. Why would you diss the biggest star here? And then Meek would just ain't respond because Meek was like, nah, you're right. Like he just sat there and just thought about it. You're right. You're right. You're not. You're not my Shout out to Norm Kelly for this some pitbull today too. Yo. yo, Norm bro. Kelly's scared to drop this rap album, yo. He said he don't do mixtapes. Yeah, he don't do mixtapes. He said he don't do mixtapes. He said do mixtapes. Man, he's scared, yo. It's an album, so, though. It's not a mixtape. So, I think, do y'all think, do y'all think that y'all, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think we can call this a rap beef. Because, not yet. Because. More tracks to rap. It's a tiff. I wait until after Meek, after, Stop. after Stop. Meek. After Meek, if Meek responds like he says he does tomorrow, then I I call it a rap beef because I... two tracks were thrown, and I feel like it's not it may not be like a healthy rap beef, but if I diss you on track as an artist, you got diss me back. I gotta get you bars back. Yeah. I'm not going on Instagram doing all of this and you and all of this stuff. I feel like bars are warranted, and I feel like that's healthy for the for the competition because as an artist. I mean, I'm cool with everybody, but if you gonna think you gonna get on track and kill me, do y'all, I'm gonna uh, kill you in this game. Period. Do y'all uh, have a problem with the fact that he's given he gave the track to Funkmaster Flex instead of like somebody like a Cosmic Calf? No, 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 no. Who me? Yeah. I no. mean, who are we? Who are you talking about Drake? Me. Oh, me. No, me giving it to Funkmaster Flex instead of like. Somebody from well, Flex, 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 Flex is riding with him in this joint, it seemed like, too. So it's kind of I mean, like, he's going to give it to Flex to drop a bomb. I get it. But, and I mean, I feel like that's cool for hip hop. But at the same time as Meek, I would feel like you should give it to Cosmic Kev. Because either way, it's going to spread. Because, yeah. because I'm going I'm to be honest with you, New York been sucking the life out of Philadelphia <laughs> since we've been. Jay Z knew where to come get all his raw talent. He knew where to come get all his raw talent from. And New York knows on some real shit what it is with Philadelphia. And that's just what it is. Shout out to New York, but on some real shit. The Philly Spitters and the talent yeah. here in Philadelphia, New York know what the fuck it is. They know what it is. Biggie was in lingo before everybody. So, and, so, yeah. and I'm going to keep it real, Haas. For me, I think it should have been Cosmic Kev. I think there's something to be said about somebody that rolled from you from the start because Cosmic Kev is known for switching sides. If I'm not mistaken, Cosmic Kev played Charged Up 10 times in a row when it dropped. In a row. I don't know what his response to it was, but Kev played it 10 times in a row. It's an exclusive. I, I feel like he should play it yeah, 10 but, times but in a row. But also, Kev is known for switching sides and not having the same persona on, on like social media as he really, has but Flex but Flex but Flex I'm going to say Flex I'm going to say Flex known for switching sides not Kev yeah, I mean you going to drop bombs on stuff because you a DJ I'm not asking you to ride with me I'm asking right, you to right. drop this because it's exclusive Man, I'm not Mick's asking you to get the DJ who side you want I don't care just drop this joint on your joint and, and let that joint just rock like just drop this diss track on your station and let it rock I don't care who side you want 
if you play it, just play it. And, and I says, I'm one of the biggest artists in the game. Play it 10 times in a row. I don't care about you saying, oh, Flex ain't on my side. What, what, what is that going to get me? Because sure. first of all, we're both big artists that, that can break records anywhere we want to break records. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter if Flex is on my side because Flex ain't. Flex is going to break a Meek record just like he's going to break a, a Drake record. And they usually break their own shit on social media anyway. But I have a fundamental so, question. What, what do y'all think happens if the Drake diss isn't good? If you get the same mixed response from, I mean, the Meek diss as we got to the Drake response. He's just going to take this L. But just I dies still feel off. It's going to die off and they both won't prosper. Okay. And they going to be homies again, probably. Yeah. yeah. Future still had no one album in the country. Future's still going to be thriving. Yo, what's the Meek diss? What's the Meek diss when, uh... When Drake threw the bottle at Chris Brown in that club that night, yeah, he Meek was, was there, there wasn't and, he? And Meek was riding for Drake then. <laughs> Meek, and Drake yo, was, and when Meek was in jail, Drake was doing wearing the bunch of shirts, free, the free, free Meek. Meek shirt. Yo, Meek, honestly, and I don't care who in Philly wants to debate this shit. Meek has gone at it with damn near every nigga he claimed loyalty to. Because you know? he used to be cool with Cassidy. He used to be cool with Joey fucking Jahad. Then they yeah. went at it. He was cool with Cassidy. They went at it. He was He's signed and cool with Wale. He tried to come at him. He's cool with Drake. He's coming at yeah. him. Tell I'm going to say something right now. You, 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 made, you made a very good <laughs> point just now because one thing I just realized, yo, Meek is always cool with niggas that are bigger than him. But when Meek gets to the same level of those niggas, it's almost yeah. as if what those niggas did for him yeah. doesn't even matter. Because remember when it was a big deal for us when Cassie was on that In My Bag remix? A couple years later, yeah, yeah, Meek yeah. throwing shots at Cassie. And that, and shit. that verse wasn't great, but we was hyped to see But Cassie niggas was hyped as shit. Yes, Cassie. That, that, that Meek and Wale's on. That was the only thing I could think of, yeah. only that he never said nothing ill-willed about. It's probably T.I. and Rick Rose. It's T.I. Yeah, you ain't coming yeah, yeah, yeah. T.I. heard let about me, it. T.I.'s really bringing them choppers out. Let me tell you about that. Come for their head, let yo. me tell you yeah. about Dave from Ant-Man and what he do with them choppers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, Dave from Ant-Man don't play no games. Yo, back it up. Back, <laughs> back it up. up. Yep. Shout out to Ant-Man. Because we all know T.I. and Baskin-Robbins always knows. Yo, Baskin-Robbins always knows. Always knows. Always knows. And Meek not come back, Ross. He's not stupid. Yeah, Meek, Meek. But do Yo, y'all how do y'all feel about that Rick Ross tweet though? Where Rick Ross tweeted, was, was that real? That was real. Yeah. Yo, it was, think, on, it was on ESPN the next day. That honestly, was real. I think oh, he don't know the difference between the greater than and the Yeah, that was real. Yeah, Rick Ross tweeted, he greater, said, greater, than, greater 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 than, yeah, he didn't know. Honestly, I think Ross didn't know the difference. I'm going to be real with that one. Yeah. You're like, this is the wrong one, Rick. Oh. Uh. <laughs> he did. He was just like, he was just like, Drake, way better than me. Wrong one. Oh. 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 Greater than, greater than, greater than Wingstop. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rick Ross thought it was a Pac-Man sign. I meant Meek was going to eat Drake or some shit like that. <laughs> I see you going to eat Drake, Trilla. <laughs> Troy, yo. He said Troy, yo. He said Troy, yo. Why would he say Troy? Yo, you the only nigga that said Trillis is old nine. No, every time I'm going to switch to Ellis. She's better than me. I'm going to switch to Ellis. Carol City Cartel. Carol City Cartel. Trillis better than Briscoe. What it do? Man, it's old fade out. And that nigga Bell, too. So, 
don't know. Like, I feel like this beef, though, for real, for real, like, this, this quote-unquote beef, the reason why I want it to be something so major for, for this, you know, for the game right now is because we... I just feel like we haven't gotten anything like that. And I understand that people keep going back to the nostalgia and saying, oh, I want the Jay-Z Nas thing. But to say that we can't have that again is bullshit because gotta, back in the day when we, you did get disrespected, you felt disrespected and you went at him. So I feel like if Meek comes at him, Oh, go face So so like so if Meek so if Meek comes at him for real, like if Meek come at him for real tomorrow, I feel like, yo, this is the perfect opportunity to just really just start sparking this shit. Like give people exclusives to really listen to. And I don't know. I'm just I'm just different. If I, I feel like if you dissing me on Instagram and 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 I give you a little little love tap or whatever and you come at me. We're going at least two songs a piece. Exactly. At I think, least two. I think, I think they're going to do a couple. I think because I think Meek's doing is probably going to. Uh, That's going to be hard. It's going to be. Yeah, it's going dumb. You know, even come out even if it's not personal mm. or not like that, it's just going to fucking dumb. Like I, I have a question for you guys. What's like what are you guys' favorite like hip hop beefs? I can mm. tell you the first one that popped into my mind just because it was so like. Holy shit, I didn't expect that. Um, Ice Cube and Common. Because <laughs> yeah. that bitch no, that in you, No, that shit is like a legendary. That yeah, bitch in you, people wasn't, people wasn't, you know, I, they yeah. didn't expect that from Common. Common, Common did go hard. He Ooh, went hard. I, 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 I got one, I got yeah, one. Yeah, so your top yeah. three, everybody's top three. Here, go, go ahead. Cause cause top ten is Because I'm like, I don't know if I got a favorite. Top three with two honorable mentions if you need it. I think I gotta put Nas and Jay just because of what came Paul out. Paul Rapper the Rapper and no. Shut the fuck up, dog. <laughs> shut the Paul Rapper the Rapper. So you said <laughs> Nah said, I gotta I gotta go with Jay and Nas as as uh, generic as that is. I gotta go with that because you got you got look at the songs that they both put out with that. Ether takeover. Yeah. And the crazy thing is like Ether was that flatten. that. Ether was the standard for a while. Yeah, Ether was that standard, but it was like at the same. Yeah, and it was crazy because Ether was that. I don't know what it was about. Ether was that KO type thing. Yeah, yeah. Ether was that KO type thing, but Jay had a lot of shit he put out. There was a takeover, uh, the Blueprint two. Yeah, he killed them on that. it was like it was like he was murdering them. So I gotta put that. Um, as far as honorable mentions, I will. I want to get. I want to get tricky with it. My most one-sided battle. It had to be with Beanie Siegel and Jadakiss. That was the most Beanie Siegel and Jadakiss was the most one-sided. Like, I, I, first of all, Kiss was rapping over a fucking disco beat. And Jada too. Mwah. Yo, that that was um another one. Another one I don't want to say is one-sided too was probably Nick Cannon and Eminem. Actually, yo. <laughs> <laughs> One of my other favorite ones, and it was one side, was probably Benzino and Eminem. Because uh, I just love watching Eminem body bag this dude. Yo, Eminem was versus Benzino. Yo. Because oh, it was just so fucking one sided, yo. Yo, it was a public beating. That was a good one sided one. Uh, Jada Kiss and Beans was completely one sided, and Kiss and 50 was really one sided. So you say, so you say, Jay. Jay and Nas, my favorite. Yeah, that's, that's hands down my that's favorite. I can't say I, I can't one. say Pac and Big because Big didn't really 
really respond. Well, man. you did say big respond. Yeah, but Pac was dead when you responded. He responded, still responded so you, you said he responded. So did he respond or didn't he respond? He responded, but you can't say, say the greatest beef is you come at a dead nigga. I well, always said when you were talking about it, I was going to say it don't count when you was like, oh, he responded. And I'm like, well, he was dead, so it didn't really matter. No, I'm like, because if you waited till I was dead, I don't give a fuck if you said it or not. You didn't say it. Well, no, that's why. Well, I, I, I still had tricks. I, did, though, I, did, yeah. I said that people always say that Big was the yo, greatest. Y'all negate the fact that he never really properly responded. That's what I said, and I said that the whole second disc for life to death was against was Pop. Against Pop. Yeah, but it was at the point where like. He, it clearly doesn't fucking matter. It There's, doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. That's what I was saying. Like, what you, that's what I was saying. I said a lot of niggas always Dead. try to say, like, a lot of niggas are saying about Drake, you know, not uh, how he responded. And I'm like, well, the person that y'all call the greatest never really did properly respond. True. And it wasn't because he was corny, but y'all call him the greatest. And he never, any other rapper would have got criticized their entire career for not responding. They'd have been called soft. Responded. They'd have been called all kinds of stuff. But big... And and it wasn't that Pac was dropping. He did. He said shit that an average nigga will kill you over. That he fucked your wife. He threatened to first kill off, Biggie's children. He said first off. First he off. Didn't, he, didn't say, he didn't even say. He said first this, off. That was his opening. St that was the introduction <laughs> to his thesis. That's how he started it. He you said, fat motherfucker. Yo, yo, I would have murdered Pac. Yo, fuck, yeah. fuck the rap. He said my 4-4 four, four, make sure all your kids don't grow. But yeah. before he started, he said... That's why I fucked your bitch, you, you fat, fat motherfucker. motherfucker. He don't sound like a broken up, scorned woman. <laughs> Pac started his joint up before the beat even started. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat. And when you hear that, you know exactly what's coming on. And everybody's like, yo, this was one of the hardest diss tracks yeah, that's still of all one. time. But I stand by that. I think that any other rapper, that they would have just did what Big did and quote unquote played it smart, They'd have been criticized. Except Big. for Jay-Z. Because Jay-Z follows the blueprint. The big Janelle, blueprint. Janelle, Jay-Z is another one where Jay... He's the king of subliminals. Except for... Na yeah, he's the king of subliminals. Except for Nas, he'll always play the... I ain't got to say nothing. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> goddamn, Jay, yeah. what are you going to say something Jay's about somebody? Because Jay's had countless beats with people without saying their the names. Only like, this is Nas yeah. and my beat. But, yeah, yeah, but you know yeah, what? They yeah. say names and about. the only reason I think that Jay gets a pass is because... When you got this by a nigga that was on your level, arguably lyrically better than you, a nigga that was a straight killer, you went for his neck. So I'll give Jay credit for that. Like, okay, you did. You ignored Jim Jones. You ignored these little. But when they, when Nas, who was fucking Nas, came at you, you went for his neck. So I can give him credit. He, for that, he got and his he, and it's like it's like and, and Jay like, did say Drake's name in the joint too when they had their little dispute or whatever. Right. Whatever. So I can give Jay credit for that at least because. When you saw a nigga in the same weight class as you, you didn't back down. Yeah. But Pac came at him too. But you know, power was telling no, sure. But they, I, I wouldn't, on a smart move, I really wouldn't have came at Pac if I was Jay back then. I would have just, first of all, the nigga big didn't come at him. How are you going to take over completely? Yeah, and you a damn rookie. Yeah. Nigga let Nas down. My top three joints. Um, Jay and Nas, of course, are in my top three. Um, I really did enjoy the um, Jada Kiss Fifty John. Like I still love, I still love Checkmate, Checkmate by that's Kiss. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorites. Right. How you the king of New York? You live in Connecticut. Um, your flow's the weakest. Yeah. <laughs> Out of your whole camp, your flow's the weakest. Um, I'm trying to think of really, really, really classic Johns that I really loved. Um, 
Yo, anybody here remember them P-Cutter mixtapes? I was saying that. Yeah, yeah. The Street Warriors. The Street Warriors. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Every cake. dish track in the world on them Yo, Jones. Charlie Baltimore came at yo, all of G. Yo, with J- um, Jim Jones called Jay-Z a nut-ass old head. Was, was, was be on a Jay-Z track. Just like, get them old head. Get them. All the Jones ended up with mad skills. Yeah. I want to say my third Jones have to be just a real good. The Rock and John Cena? Come on. You funny. <laughs> I would take that as my honorable mention. I'll take that as an honorable mention. Um I don't know because like a lot of like how you said a lot of the Jones is one side a lot of beasts we haven't seen niggas come back from. Uh, like 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 we ain't see Ja Rule wasn't the same after that fifty shit. Are we doing just oh, industry Jones? Like main Yeah, street? like, like, like ja no, I think that's classic and that's one of my favorites, but I'm trying to do one that's like not what were both these niggas well, first yeah, after like you, you ja, Rule, ja Rule wasn't the same after that. Ja Rule had what one hit after that? The 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 I'm from New York and that was about that, yeah that was it. It after that. That was no, it. Man, that's that was all the yeah, yeah that Blue was enemy. it after that. Even though niggas don't get credit, nah, Ja Rule's blood in my eyes. I fire coming in. Oh yeah, ja, ja Rule was and that, yo, and that's the thing, Ja Rule. Some shit you don't come back from because Ja Rule was that nigga. Yeah, ja Rule was that nigga, and Fifty killed him, and all of a sudden everybody wanted to be Fifty. And then Fifty was doing the same shit that Ja Rule was doing. It, it didn't. Uh, Ti and Luda when they went at it was interesting. They ain't going. Huh? Yo, I did like Ti versus Lil Flip though. I did like Ti versus Lil Flip. Yeah, T.I. Oh. versus Lil Flip was a good joint. That got physical, though. Uh, yeah, T.I. Flip. Hey, man, sometimes it got to get physical. Sometimes it's more than words. The game went at it with damn near everything. Yo, like, Game vs. Yeah. G-Unit was popping, though. 300 bars? Was, <laughs> nigga. I was interested with Game and G-Unit. Oh. Now I was with T.I. and Luda. It was that, uh, remember that joint Stomp? Oh, that verse. Who? He told them that he had the last verse that he both heard said. T.I. was like, oh, why he over that young baby? And then... The worst T.I. in person. First of all, T.I. did not say John. Hey, why he on that young? He probably... He was probably... He was He was probably... He was probably... He was probably... He on that young, boy. That was... That was... Yo, wasn't Meek Mill? Wasn't it Mills before yo? I think yo, cause Ti can't pronounce plural, so he just turned it to Meek nah, Mill. Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Meek M E A L. You calling him Meek Dinner? Meek Mill. A Meek Mill. Meek Andre. Meek Mill. I like my meal, Meek. I like my meal, I like my Meek Meek. Oh, oh, my turn for the top of your beach room? No, nigga, it's my turn. All right. <laughs> anyway, first one generic Jay Z and Oz. Second one, Ice Cube and NWA. Oh, that was real good. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. <laughs> and the third one, probably. Kid and play. No. No. <laughs> they they fucking grown man in four hundred one k now. Yeah, you are. And third one, man and work. <laughs> <laughs> probably, 
Shaq vs. Kobe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Tell me how I asked him. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was ridiculous, yo. <laughs> Probably could uh, Noriega versus Mob Deep because somebody got shot. Damn. Damn. Somebody got, somebody got shot with Game and G Unit, too. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it. I don't count physical. If we're I not do. kind of physical, then with tracks and I do. probably I'm a fan of anything. 50 and Jaro. Yeah, I'm that chick got physical too. Pussy. Yeah, but they have more tracks though. They got more tracks though. True. Yeah, it's still bad. Right, I you. think uh, mine, I already stated one. I want to jump in this too. I got you, Ant. Um, Jay Z and Nas definitely <laughs> my number two. <laughs> so, Jay Z and Nas. Mm. Uh, honorable mention. I thoroughly enjoyed as a young boy the Jay Z and uh, Buttons. You know, Dude, that was our. Oh, I got an honorable mention one Jay Z and Mace because they've dissed each other on RB and, tracks. Uh, <laughs> damn, I just had it in my head. Joe Buttons, like, uh, pump it up was crazy. My honorable mention number two, just because it was just so funny. I felt like it was so one-sided was Lil Wayne and Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> yo, because Gilly was coming down. Gilly was going. Gilly was when he did uh, what, Frontin' Like My Daddy. Frontin' Like My Daddy. Yeah, that was bad. Gilly Cannon was, was the one. Gilly was, was that for years, yo. Yeah, Gilly, Gilly wanted that. I feel like Gilly still ain't like that shit good. Well, of course, Jay Z versus. I have to say it. Jay Z versus Nas. Um, game versus Button. I forgot uh, they won that. Uh, what about Game versus Yuck Mouth? Anyway, <laughs> so you leave Yuck Mouth five Chingy yeah. versus No. Um, Jay versus Cam. Killer Cam. Oh, and, I forgot about those tracks. You know, and my honorable Gunn mention. For a current day, John, I gotta go. Uh, and people ain't wanna believe it at the time, but um, when Drake was sending all them subliminals at Kendrick, yep, that that was pretty good for no one saying any names. <laughs> like, but and people Wait. don't, but people know what I'm talking about. Go listen to the did, what was that shit remix that had Drake on the first verse? Yeah, right. That right shit at was all right at Kendrick. That Kendrick. Did, did Kendrick came right back at him. Though. This yeah, big? Huh. Nas yeah. ever this big? Which track was the big? It was he. It was a he. This team on a track with Az, and then he this okay. one something with the firm. That's why Big said the destiny. Destiny in, in my, my hands. Hand. Yeah, and it, kind of in the back seat. And kicking the door. Mm. Oh my God! Kicking the fucking door. I'm retired from. Re- Nas a battle tested motherfucker, yo. <laughs> yeah. Nas is a. Ba- He's had hits written about him, yo. Fuck. Like Jesus. classic tracks have been written. To de- <laughs> To, to, to destroy his career and he's still staying. Now that's why the most battle tested motherfucker. He's the alive. rap version of Israel, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that nigga's like the rap version of Peter Griffin, yo. He but no, the thing is, Nas, Nas like beats coming at a convenient time because the Jay Z one came in when he's about to fall to the face of the earth. That's so what I was saying. Nas always gets a hit, but Nas just be chilling. He got away with everything. Like, what the fuck did I do to no. him? Yeah, Nas just wakes up and says, 50 came at him, yo. Yeah. Fifty, mob deep, yo, Pac and Big, Pac and Big till time out of boys got to this now simultaneous, yo. That's that's fucking. How you got Pac in this year and Big in this year, and then Jay just like I'm gonna get him once y'all die. I'm gonna fuck him oh, up too. Jay, Jay and Nas, yo, every, yo, Nas, Nas battle almost every legend. 
I, I want to know what Nas did to get this so much. He seemed like such a humble guy. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, he be acting like a whole ass nigga. Yo, Rock Kim going to get some next. Over the Spike commercial? Yo, Rock Kim going to drop a diss. Rock Kim and Eminem going to diss him next together. Wait, you know it's another one way, one side this DMX and Eminem. DMX and Eminem when they came at what Ja or no when they when DMX came at M. Oh yeah, what's right? That's not really. Will Smith killed Eminem. Yeah, Will Smith killed Will Smith. Will Smith said, "Yo, Will Smith rebuttal actually. This by Eminem, but did it bother him? Nope." He classy. Big Will just get another twenty mil. Walk right he was about a nigga downplaying and just that was a that he was a good. He said he buy a radio station. He told Wendy Williams he would buy her radio station he and send her home. home. He told Eminem he's gonna get twenty million and walk right past them. He and then he asked them, "I'm a nice guy. Why y'all harassing me?" First of all, if Eminem disses you and you ask him, "Why are you doing this to me?" <laughs> I'm gonna get another twenty million dollars and I'm gonna walk past you. That is, that's some bullshit. First of all, first of all, if you Eminem, you just got to sit down. Because Eminem lyrically, yeah, he fucked Will Smith up. <laughs> we know this. But it's Will Smith, so you can't beat Will Smith. Because nobody's allowed to beat Will Smith. It's like a cheat code. <laughs> you can't beat Will Smith because Will Smith has a cheat code where you ha-ha. can't defeat Will Smith. Unless you're the box office. Yo, he saved the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're the box office after. He saved our... So, he is legend. So I, I'll say this. Number one for me had to be Jay-Z and Nas just because of the plethora of tracks and the fact that it extended to over albums. From Blueprint 1 to Blueprint 2, it extended. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You, you were Blueprint two, the to actual, get they shit to hear what they had to say. When Jay-Z dropped that second verse on Blueprint 2, oh. Can't y'all see these fake the rap version of TDJ Yo. prophesizing on your CDs and tapes? Did that come out that, after Stillmatic? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, that was did. like the nail in the Cause coffin. Because I, I was sitting there and, I, and I wasn't saying that Jay won, but I'm like, Yo, I understand Ether is Ether, but a lot of Ether is just him name calling, and I love Ether, but it's just you a pussy, a bitch. A cl- I'm like, Yo, you called him a Tybo ho. Yeah, you a Tybo ho. And everybody kept doing that. that. And I'm like, I'm like, that's cool, and Ether was still that shit, but I'm like. Do y'all hear what he's saying on Blueprint? First of all, they did a breakdown on MTV when the beef was going on, and they were like, the stuff that Nas is saying is like, you know, just exaggerated. They said everything that Jay is saying is 110% true. And Jay-Z's song, even if you just break down the songs, me personally, I feel like TakeOver is better than Ether. Just me personally. Not TakeOver's best on Ether. Like, I just feel like the song is better, the vibe is better, Jay-Z delivers it better. He just was going at... I mean, yeah, Nas was coming at him, but Nas just sounded like... It started off, ding, ding, fuck Jay-Z. Like, it just started off pretty angry. So it was just like, okay, now you got to scale back because now Jay-Z's all laid back and now Jay-Z in the pocket fucking you up and you just coming at him all angry. This is what I was talking about with the whole Drake and Meek thing. That's like that's That's what I mean by in comparison to the modern day where it's like... Drake is just going to lay in the pocket and let Meek just swing on this motherfucker. Where it's like, just, where... Drake don't make them say that Jay-Z did was super ugly. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, super ugly was definitely one of those songs that you could miss me with super ugly. But Jay-Z and Nas was definitely, definitely one of the, the top for me. Um, <clears throat> I do enjoy 50 in games. 
I enjoy 50 in game. I just enjoy 50 in game because it's comical. Even though people got, <laughs> even though people got hurt, it was just funny to me. Like that whole thing was just, just comical to me. Um, oh man, I don't think that Eminem ever beefed with anybody that I really cared about seeing go back and forth. Except, except. Which I was upset about because it wasn't even a beef because M never responded. Well, Royce. Royce the 5'9". And Royce the 5'9 was the only person I believe in my heart of hearts that had Eminem's number. And that's why Eminem never responded, which I got pretty upset about because Eminem never responded. And, and it sucked because I was just like, yo, Royce was coming at Haley. Yeah. Royce didn't give a fuck. Yo, Eminem always said, yo, don't ever talk about my daughter. Yeah. And Royce, to be that close to him, said, was just mentioning Haley just every five seconds, just mentioning Haley. And I'm just like, wow. You this the whole D12 one. First of all, Royce ethered the entire D12, and, which is not that hard to yeah, do. Yeah, it ain't that hard. With, he <laughs> ethered the entire D12. Oh, you get, it's like nice. the 2001 76ers. It's like, you get past AI. You get past AI, it's like you you can get past the other ones. So, for the fact, it's like Kobe coming at AI back then. It was like, if Kobe gets through AI, do you think Kobe's going to have a problem getting through Eric Snow? Oh, like Aaron McKee has stopped that. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, think, you think Todd McCullough just going to bang on fucking Kobe Bryant? That's like, when Rajah Bell come off the bench with a Superman. Rajah Bell come off like, I got 11 points in 11 minutes, nigga. Like, you know what it is? Like, but nah, bro. <laughs> I told somebody Rajah Bell career high was eight points, and they believed that shit. No, that's, that's actually, but nah, that's but nah, actually real possible. talk, real talk. Like, I would say Eminem. Over how oh, man, Eminem versus anybody is probably my honorable mention. Just because I love Eminem's one-sided tracks, I, I loved. I think I'm my nail in a coffin. Um, the, quitter. The jump with Mariah Carey is one of my favorites. What? One with Mariah Carey? Which one? I feel uh, like back he was losing his spark then. Warning? Yeah, Warning was tough. Warning was, Warning was a, Warning, but Warning was the weakest one out of, out of Quitter. You talking about Quitter, Girls, Nail in a Coffin. You talking about shit like that. When my, he my does fault, if you go Warning. On, if you Warning go, was cool. If you but, go on a scale, I think Nail in a Coffin is probably my favorite. Nail in a Coffin was just... This motherfucker. That, that, that was a very, very abrasive track. He said... Then again, if you don't get your wish, you'll finally be all over the streets like 50 Cent. You fucking punk pussy, fuck you, chump. Give me a one-on-one, see if I don't fuck you up. Like, it's like, it's like those, those bars, they're not like punchline worthy. They but it's like, forward. if I tell you on a track, listen, I will beat you the fuck up. That, that kind of that, that hits hard. You kind of be on some shit like, well, look, for real, for real, we could just put these mics down and we could just... I think one of my favorite lines like, was uh, slap my mom, slap the fuck out of her. She won't sue you. She wouldn't get a buck <laughs> How you out say of Because you broke his the, fuck. But the way suck. he said it, he was like really giving. He was like, slap my mom, slap the fuck out of her. I'm like, yo, he really doesn't care. And then he and said, you know, Eminem probably doesn't really fucking care if he slapped his mom. I still don't think Eminem could win against half the motherfuckers he fought. I mean, in a, in a, oh, in a, in a battle in a, half of the motherfuckers he fought. He wouldn't be able to beat those people in a fight, I don't think. I think Benzino would have beat Eminem the fuck up. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know either, man. Eminem doesn't Benzino like a was guy not. That, like, again, like I said about Drake, I don't know. You don't he know this. He could be a UFC fighter, but, but for our speculation, which we're entitled to, I think that Eminem does not. He has a lot of talents. 
I think defending fighting himself is not, is not one of them. Fighting is not one of Eminem's talents. I, I just think, don't think it is. I don't think that if you put Eminem in a room with Benzino, I think and Benzino the door. and close the door and lock that joint, I think Benzino might whoop Eminem's ass. He might be one of them crazy Don't get me wrong. Boys, I'm yeah. going to cheer on Eminem until I die. I'm going to cheer on Eminem with my last breath, but do I think he's going to win? In my heart of hearts. <laughs> if you lock them in a the room and open the door, I think Benzino will walk out. And Eminem walk out and bloody you, as shit. No, you, wait for, you wait for 10 minutes waiting for him to leave. And then you'll walk in and realize that Eminem's not walking out the room. You see him just laid out in the fucking corner. Eminem like a person that would talk shit and call you a pussy after you break his nose. <laughs> He would talk shit after you beat him up. Got like, your head cracked, you dope. That's my favorite flaws. beef. <laughs> Matt versus Dose. Number dose. one beef, beef in, the, in the world. Oh, what about that 50 versus Ross, John, though? Nah, I actually am glad because I was thinking about 50 and Ross. 50, 50 got some porno shit with Ross, baby, mom. Man, that, was actually, that was funny, but uh, I think one yeah, of the... 50 all types of disrespect for you. Yeah, but Ross, one of the Ross things track was killing me. I respected... Uh, I didn't respect at all the... The two second beef between Jeezy and Rick Ross. Remember that shit? Oh, oh yeah. Right after Ross dropped up, blowing money fast. And that shit got and real. Yeah, and then it, it was just fucking ridiculous. Because Ross think he everybody but his fucking self. <laughs> I'm a unicorn. <laughs> so, what do you think constitutes a rap beef, though? Like, I mean, like, in, in terms of. Or not constituting a rap beef, but what do you think constitutes a healthy rap beef? Like, what do you think is healthy for the game? Do you believe that rap beef is healthy for the game? Um, I think the foundations that our culture of hip-hop was based upon, um, beef is always healthy when it doesn't become physical. Because hip-hop originally was supposed to be you know, a way of people to express that they were better than other people without things having to turn physical. Like, this is, you know, at the end of the day, you know, battle rap, and it people call it a sport, and battle rap plays a huge role in hip-hop because as soon as it's making Meek and Drake, sh- and Drake shit popped off, you have niggas saying, oh, Meek, you know, Meek came from that battle shit, this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever. So, you know, for me, what I think constitutes as beef, I think it has to be um, an equal exchange of a disagreement um, that leads to a song from each party. So for me, rap beef starts the moment that um, a disagreement happens and now it has to be bars. Um, we're in a different age now, though, where people aren't saying each other's names anymore. How on Ether you get a fuck Jay-Z. But, you know, we're not stupid. We know who people generally are talking about most times. Sometimes a bar is so, like Ant said, sometimes a bar is so indirectly direct. You just know who it's about. So that, 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 that's me, what, what I think is good for the culture in terms of rap beef and what I constitute as rap beef. You, you know why I feel like like I was asking that question about the whole healthy today because of that I was going to jump into that before we you know wrap it up or whatever I was going to jump into the whole like um, <clears throat> the enigma of the current culture of beef the current culture of dissing somebody and saying you know who I'm talking about and how I don't like it like I just flat out don't like it because that leaves enough room for if you want to bail out you can 
Because at the end of the day, if you dissing me and I say, who the fuck are you talking about? As a man, I can look you in your face, and as a man, you can look me back and lie. And I feel like back then, that's there was no room for that. And I feel like it's clever. It's clever. I feel like it's clever enough to be like, oh, yeah, you don't have to say a person's name to know who they're talking about. But they leave so much room for interpretation that you can always twist it in interviews and go, oh, no, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And I feel like it's so passive-aggressive, and it's, and it's not enough aggression. Everybody complains about how... Oh, no, I want this game to be, like, aggressive. I want to be aggressive in this game. You can't spit passive-aggressive bars and then say, oh, well, I want this game to be aggressive because at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're trying to leave so much room so if shit gets really real, you have that window to jump out of. Before, it was, fuck that window. Like, if we going to be in here, lock lock the doors, let's go. Like, fuck it, give me your best shit, and I'm going to give you my best shit, and we just going to go. Like... And I feel like nowadays we don't have that. We don't have that that aggression where it's like, I'm not saying everybody has to come out being a Tupac or coming out being a, I feel like what Jay-Z does sometimes is so tactful. Like it's so great because Jay-Z will say some things where you're just like, oh shit, that was smooth. But he, you still knew who he was talking about. Like Jay-Z would still say Nas name, but he was so smooth with it. Like everything he did was so smooth and how he came at you, but it was smooth. But nowadays, if Drake wanted to say he wasn't talking about me today or tomorrow, he can say that. And everybody will be like, no, you are. But we had to just take his word for it. Because Drake would have to stand up and be like, nah, I wasn't talking about him. I just said, you know, this, that, and the third. Because at the end of the day, in the interview, I think half of these motherfuckers not going to come out and say, yo, I was really talking about him. Or, yeah, I was talking about him. Because we leave too much room for interpretation. That's just my personal my personal opinion. I'm not a fan of of what I like. The song was okay because I'm listening to it from a, like I said from a fan standpoint. The song was okay with charged up and all of that stuff. It was okay, but I feel like like I said in terms of a diss. Okay, I get it. Meek tweeted you, so you just gonna throw some bullshit out to lure him out. So when he comes out swinging, all I'm saying is my next joint Drake can't do that next time. If, and, and, and I don't expect him to do that the next time. So, I, I would hope he wouldn't. So my thing is, if Meek comes back at you swinging, I feel like Drake only has one choice, and that's to come back out. You can't you can't be subtle in all of this. Oh, but I'm just being smooth. You don't know who I'm talking about. That's corny. After a I, while, that's corny. You can't do that all the time to try to tiptoe because you're afraid of the aggression. That's passive aggressive, in my opinion. That's just I don't know. I just feel like. It's okay. Oh, no, I, he gets to push that button yeah, one time. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I would like for you know people to say names. I think why the subliminal dissing has become so polarizing now, where you have an abundance of people dissing each other without saying each other's names. Um, when you don't say somebody's name on the track, it allows the listener to leave how you say stuff up to interpretation. So it allows the listener to attribute the bars that you're spitting to how they feel about other people possibly in their lives. So right. if you go, yeah, man, F all these haters, instead of going like, F me, key hating, if you go F all these haters, well, if I'm listening, man, I got haters too, nigga. Man, fuck all these haters, that and the third. So I think that's why it's become so polarizing because Drake ain't say Common's name not once in the state scheming verse, but how many people fuck with that verse heavy? Right. Because you can, it, it, it's, it's more relatable. Yeah, to, you can relate to and it. And you feel like you don't have to, because the name not said, it's not like, damn, 
I'm choosing sides now. You know, I fuck with common, I fuck with because a lot of niggas don't really want to do that, especially if it's two artists that you fuck with, is that and the third. Um, but I fully agree with you. I I think that's why the subliminals become more prevalent because you know I wish a couple niggas would take the little Dirk route. Little Dirk was right at Tiger. Right, and then game came right back at Dirk, and, and I love that. That's what we need. It, we need but that. But the thing like, is, too, how I said, whole, I, I think know. I think like, Brad Beef is helping when it doesn't come physical, because there's nothing soft about these shower rag niggas, and they that. walked up the game in the club, yeah, and they right. asked him what the fuck was up. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm just saying, if that's what you plan on getting into, that's what you plan on getting into. Like. They could be hard all they want, but if you're going to respond and be ready to own up to everything you're saying, but and that's what I'm saying with that game, passive aggressive shit is just not cool. Like, yeah, I, but the difference is too, Game's been in, in the industry long enough where, you know, he comes from the ending of what was, you know, that era where right. you had niggas going. Where, to be real. He was a part of that. This and 50. Yeah, to be real, album sales is nothing like what they used to be. And Game yeah, is not, from that era. Where if you was putting up the numbers that these niggas putting up now, yo, you failed. Where two hundred thousand in a week wasn't two hundred thousand was your first week. Yeah. That's yeah. your first week. Yo, but now fi- that's successful. Yeah, fifty dog. This nigga fifty eleven mil game five mil out the gate. Dog, you had Diddy never rapped in his life two mil out the gate. But the climate's way different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why. And that's why I, I'm like, you get older school rappers. Who are purists about this? That's why you get them going. You get those game don't give a fuck. Game ain't know who Dirk was. Like game really meant in that in that um John that Dirk. He really meant the Dirk who Dirk Nowinski. He really meant that. She ain't know who the fuck little Dirk was. And it's just cause these niggas are from that era and niggas aren't breeded like that no more. And I think a lot of Meek's frustration comes from that because we grew up in that era. But that's nothing like the era we're in now. This new era, everybody got to be buddy-buddy, kumbaya. You don't want to step on nobody's toes because you don't know when you might need this nigga's help. Instead of trying to make it on your own, you don't know, I might need a feature from this nigga one day. Let me chill, let me whatever, whatever. And I think that's why you don't get niggas saying names the way we used to. Because at the end of the day, niggas was, back in the day, niggas going interviews. Huh, what? Oh, no, I'm better than this nigga. Niggas not saying, oh, no, you know, that nigga cool for what he do this that, and the third. Because now you get a bunch of niggas when Troy, and I don't listen to Troy Ave too much. But one thing I do respect, nigga gives his opinion more than a lot of rappers I fuck with do. Because Troy Ave, Troy, oh, I really don't fuck with his music. Well, I think he cool, but I think the nigga's weirdo. Niggas at least being honest. But that's and, the thing, but I, I like Troy Ave how he comes off though. Oh no! I don't like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like how he comes off. Yeah, I I think I think he's a bit. I think he's too egotistical for the lack of talent and consistency he has in his track record. But he's the right version of Ryan Leaf. Yeah, I I prefer. (laughs) You're funny. I I prefer that more than when I watch Drake interviews. Sometimes they ask Drake, "Well, who would you?" Yeah, there's a couple niggas I think would have said my name by now, but these niggas know who not to. Who are these niggas? Who did you think would have did this, this, that, and the third? But that's that, no, that's that's just my synopsis. It's, it's it's totally different. That's why one of one of my Drake, one of my favorite lines from Drake is Drake said, "If this was ten years ago, I would have went uranium." I, you know, that's cool. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just feel like at the end of the day, like you you gotta 
if you're going to diss somebody, regardless of what area you're in, you grew up as a man, and there's certain things you're just not going to take. And there's certain things I'm just not going to tolerate. Like, I mean, I don't get, I get the whole, you know, being smart, and I get the whole being smooth about you, being tactful and all of that. But if we're going to spar, and then on top of that, what good is a boxer if he don't spar? Exactly. What good is a boxer if he don't spar? And I mean, especially if a motherfucker calling you out, if he calling you out all the time saying you you ain't good or you ain't this, you ain't that, if you ain't sparring, then what, you, what is you boxing for? Yeah. But if you ain't having no fights, then what is you boxing for? And it's not about like, how many people you, 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 you fought. It's about who exactly you did fight. And, That's and, why I'm interested to see what goes on here. Yeah, and Drake... Don't get me wrong, Drake. We know Drake. Drake is the song singing nigga. Drake is the nigga that's gonna give us the hits. So it's easy to say, yo, he's not that guy. So I would love to see Drake come out the gates and be like, yeah, I'm not that guy, but I'm not nobody's bitch either. Yeah, I, so I really that'll want, be that'll be dope to see yeah. him come out like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, take I that want him to back him. up most of the talking he's been he's done in past years, where he's physically said. Yo, I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy you want to diss. I'm not the guy you want to diss. And he said that in multiple interviews. So for me being one of the biggest Drake fans and me being a nigga that I'm also a Meek fan, my biggest issue with Meek is potential and not living up to his potential. Same issue I have with Chris Brown and Tiger and a bunch of other people that I think could be making phenomenal music that aren't living up to potential. So I really want to see, yo, is this going to bring the, the best out of Drake? Is this going to bring Brown? the best out of Meek? Chris and that's Brown all I think we really could hope for. Chris Brown too busy trying to be that nigga that he not. Or trying to be that nigga that he is. That Pyru nigga. Like. Yeah, Tiger not nice. Yo, but Tiger could... My thing is... <laughs> <laughs> yo, Tiger could... Yo, but Tiger could be nice, though. Because I remember, yo, I, there was a point in time where I actually really fucked with Tiger. Around Fan of a Fan 1 and his taste before that. And I actually listened to Tiger's first album. Yeah, like there was a point in time where Tiger was nice, and it's just niggas, niggas just don't work on their craft the way they should no more. Because for Tiger to have that much flow, that much charisma, that much delivery, huh? Yeah, but but I think you know how hard it is for some rappers to have. God Talk was, I didn't like it. God Talk was awesome. That was a tough track. Yeah. Yeah. Sprat, what I was going to say is You know how hard it is for some rappers to have Charisma and flow on the mic uh, There's a lot of niggas with just substance That don't have Some of the gifts that Tiger was blessed with On this mic That makes him where he is now So for you not to work on your craft To get that substance Because we all go through life experiences There's no reason why Tiger shouldn't have songs about Raising his son Issues with his baby mom Love and Oh, trannies? Allegedly. Michael Jackson voice, allegedly. 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 Get some final thoughts. What's popping? Final thoughts. This has nothing to do with anything, but Bobby Christina just passed away. Is that true? Yeah. At the age of 22. Yeah, he passed away about two hours ago. So rest in peace to Bobby Christina and prayers to the family and and Bobby Brown lost Whitney and his daughter. Like his whole, he got, how many kids does Bobby have? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I ain't gonna hold you. About time. <laughs> I'm. God damn it. About nigga. time. Uh, let, uh, let me just interject before you finish. I, I, I know where you're going with it because I, yeah, I, 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 I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm just saying. 
Let her fucking rest, man. Yeah. Let her let her rest, man. She been dead since January, man. I say uh, to hop on those sentiments. Uh, yeah, rest well. Rest in peace to Bobby Christina. Also, uh, rest in peace to the circulation. In a lot Huh? Cause those shirts, though. <laughs> That's a piece of your circulation. Oh, so we're back here again. <laughs> I wasn't gonna be no joke. It's all him. I am. Started from the bottom, now we here. Let's go. God damn. Mm-hmm. Started from the bottom, and we're not here. Fucking shorts. You're never shorts. gonna hit the bottom. Hell no, no. Shorts. Y'all yeah, would be mad if I just strip butt ass naked and you, you can't even take it off. Nigga, you're naked. God damn, the fucking Cannondale shorts. You got to Armstrong jokes. This isn't funny anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's never funny to the person that's getting naked. I'm sorry, bro. I wish I could see his. His, his shorts, what? Yo. Oh, nigga, <laughs> 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 where you going with this? Is his, is, is, uh, his butt, yo. <laughs> Final thoughts, Brad. Rap beef is good. It's on song tracks. And oh. Some choppers come out. Yeah, choppers <laughs> come out. All right, as long as tracks and the choppers come out eventually. Thank you. I hope Meek's response is dope. And God bless the trap niggas. Response, Reef. My response? Not response, but you know, final thoughts. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, my final thoughts is uh, I just I just want to hear a nice, uh, healthy dose of bars dose. between any two individuals. Meet Drake, Kim Taylor Swift, oh, Roscoe Dashing. Whatever Bawa. the fuck he doing now. I just want to see some bars. Uh, I just want to see some chopper action, maybe. Like, no, nah, I don't want to see nobody die. Like, maybe a flesh room. No, nah, yo, I would Wake love shot. to see Drake break out some choppers. That oh, would be very God, entertaining. Awesome. Yo, this nigga P. Rain got them Jones on deck. Like, he just, up. like, rolled up on, like, a fucking drink. Roll up and start busting. But, yeah, I just want to see, uh, I just want to see, like, nice, healthy rap beef. Just to get the culture, you know, give a shot of adrenaline that it so desperately needs. That's all my thoughts I got right now. So I got Um, I just like to say thanks for you guys having me. I really appreciate you guys having me on the podcast. You know, I find you guys very, you know, entertaining in real life. So it's just dope to see here and see what you guys do. Um, you know, I. I feel like, you know, this rat beef has the potential to be something good if they do what we expect them to do. Um, I think Drake will come out on the winning side. Um, I think we're all in agreement that there isn't a nigga sitting in a lab somewhere writing Drake's whole catalog, whatever, whatever. Um, there is some credence to some of the things Meek said. Um, shout out to Corey Joe. Go Spurs, go! Bring that ring home, nigga. Oh, and so I got any like new projects coming out also? You said, do I have any new projects coming out? Yeah. Oh, um, me and my bro Jamar, you know, we dropping yes. this. We just wanted rap project, you know. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, so mid that's August. like a uh, that's like a uh, like a beat Nikki type album. Oh, it's just, it's, no, <laughs> I like no, Jamar. this album. This album is kind of no. It's kind of it's kind of like um, you know. 
know, Drake and Quentin Miller's project. You know, you know, J Mar gets a lot of reference tracks from me. Okay. And, um, uh, <laughs> sign up, sign up, Big shout out to everybody. Big shout out to Ty Gunner um, for coming through tonight and talking about this whole beef situation and rap beef and ghostwriting. It was fucking awesome as usual. Uh, this is the Glorious Bastards podcast, and shout out to Elijah Shorts. Man, fuck you. Thereof. Um, and we will catch y'all on the flippity flip. Big ups, be great. It's the Glorious Bastards. Peace. Elijah Shorts my... is the the length of a vine clip. Y'all can suck my dick, yo. I'm tired of this bullshit. I mean, Quentin really goes through the Yo, so we just going here, John Sockton. We just did. <laughs> 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 That's how it's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>